It's time for Sex with Sue and Adam. Hey, everybody, it's Sex with Sue and Adam. Hi. And Ryan. Hello. <laughs> Ryan's our producer. He's very cute. Um, so <laughs> I know. So it's good. So we're hanging out. We're talking about, you know, my favorite topic, which is sex. It, you know, and you think I've been a sex therapist for more than 25 years is all I'm going to say. And I still am not sick of talking about sex. Yeah. I, like, I look forward to talking about it every day. Okay. Yeah, it's a good gig. It really is. I get paid to talk about sex. It's a very good gig. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, but we talk a lot lately about non-monogamy. A, because it's topic du jour. Yeah. B, because it's kind of become a specialty in my area because I run this crazy date night group called The Ducklings, which is, you know, alternative life kind of stuff. Yes. And see every there's not enough information about it and everybody needs to know Mm -hmm. so they're all struggling with it and everybody has situations that come up that they don't know who do you talk to right you can talk to friends about it but how do you sort that out yeah and where that line is between like necessarily needing a sex therapist versus like maybe a relationship therapist and 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 do those differentiate um in my practice no i'm a sex and relationship therapist because you cannot take relationship therapy Mm -hmm. out of sex therapy you just can't so Mm -hmm. i only work on intimate partner problems Mm -hmm. whether and and sex is a piece of that um i don't do um i am depressed i am i hate my mother um i've got medication issues like i don't do any of that stuff yeah you know i can hear you but i'm not and you know i've got they certainly got more than therapy 101 Mm -hmm. but it's not my specialty yeah i don't do a lot of addiction unless it's sex addiction i don't do like that piece but relationship sex are intertwined so to find and sometimes you just need a friend yeah to talk about what's going on with you no that's very fair so what's going on with you adam Oh, God, I've had a week. So, um, without trying to dismirch anyone, besmirch anyone, so the, the short version is is that uh, me and my wife had a play partner and a girlfriend for a while, and uh, that ended very abruptly with a lot of jealousy and all that other stuff. And then uh, a friend of this ex-girlfriend reached out and said, hey, you know, she left some Christmas stuff behind. Do you mind dropping it off at her, like, hotel? Right. She's staying at a hotel right now. She's look, She's moving into housing mm-hmm. shortly, but temporarily. So I was like, yeah, sure, no problem, whatever, because I don't care. It's a. It's in a bin in the basement. Like I don't. Uh, my wife got very upset by this and triggered by the inclusion of this person in our lives, and and that led to a, a nice little fight that resolved shortly after. But then uh, two days ago she made contact with this ex-girlfriend and said like hey you know yeah we'll drop off our stuff whatever it's all good and then she started talking to her a little more because they used to be best friends Mm -hmm. so they would talk and they would talk and they would talk and i kept going i don't want to get involved with this because i know this is going to (laughs) be yes yeah right so then uh as of yesterday uh i seemed like everything was going good we were sort of setting up boundaries for how we're going to approach this and you know being friends with someone who you were already intimate with like it's being friends with an ex essentially Mm-hmm. And how you can either start from scratch with that relationship or do you acknowledge the elephant in the room with, like, the intimacy that is no longer, it's, while it's animalistic and it's and it's fun, it's not, it, it will only lead to more complications. Right. Right, because this, this ex-girlfriend cannot do uh, casual in, in sex, right? Her sex is love and hmm. all that fun stuff. So... It's all ugly, and then and then ultimately, my wife decided like, yeah, we're not going to talk to her anymore. 
and it was very abrupt because I'm like, I just started talking to her again, like maybe a couple hours before that. And I was like, okay, this has put a hole. Like, it, it's open re old wounds, and it, it comes to talk about the idea of the concept of jealousy and how much jealousy can. Well, it's also control. Yeah. Right? You know, you know, I know your wife, I like your wife, yeah. and it's about that, right? Mm-hmm. It's about how you're allowed to, you know, if, if it's negotiated in your relationship, you're allowed to have veto power over somebody else. Yeah. On the other hand, you know, you're a separate entity. If you want to have conversations with, with this other person, yeah. you know, it's it's starting to slam those doors. You know, my feeling about ex-partners, you know, I've had partners where the sex didn't work out and they want to be friends. Or you mm-hmm. advertise for a play partner. You meet somebody, you think, oh, they're really cool people. And they're like, well, I don't think it's going to work for us because there's no chemistry, but I want to be friends. Sure. And if there's enough there that you guys can be friends, cool. My experience is that, again, it's it's as your hearts can be big as Texas, mm-hmm. but time and resources are finite. Yeah. Which means I don't have, I have a huge friend group. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for, I don't want a new best friend. I have, I have relationships, I have kids, I have aging parents, like I don't have time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the friends I have, I don't see enough as it is. Sure. So, you know, I tell people if you can't, you know, party with me naked I don't know if I have time to hang out with you sure. but so again it's whether or not you have time to include that person in your life and it sounds like it 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 triggers Mrs. Adam yep and that this person is probably there is there's six or seven or ten billion women that win the world pick another one no and that's ultimately fair I I think you know it's one of those things where you stare down the barrel of the gun knowing it's going to go off right like you you can only do so much, but it's one of those things where you keep thinking this time's going to be different. Yeah, and, and it almost never is. It never is. You know, like people don't fundamentally change their spots. No, right? No, it's it's like that. I said like one of my favorite Fallout Boy lyrics, which is a very weird thing pull, but like I do like the line: "Seasons change, people don't." Yeah. Right. And right. Like, people don't. Right. So so the the ex girlfriend is going to always not be Polly and want love. Yeah. And Mrs. Adam is going to be jealous of anybody who wants to spend that kind of time with you. Yeah, uh, she's, I, she's not there. So, and yeah. that's not her. That's not her. That's not her model. And so, no. play, keep it light. Mm-hmm. You know, if you guys can negotiate as much sex as you want. Yeah. Don't, you know, and 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 realizing and trying to become less jealous. You know, there are people mm-hmm. that are going to trigger you. Yeah. You know, everybody's got stuff you know I had an ex who it was always the women he'd had serious relationships with that were bugging me Mm -hmm. I didn't care about new ones um but But past lovers but past lovers would be a problem so Mm -hmm. you understand that repeat lovers as well uh, yeah um I've got I've got a situation right now where with a client who is you know he says sex is his main priority it's more important than work more important than his kids he wants to get laid sure one of those kind of guys okay and his, he's got a, an ex that he's not even that attracted to, but he knows he can call up and get some. Sure. Mm-hmm. And he's also got an open relationship, and it could have been transparent. However. However, he's easy. it's easy to go back to the ex. Without informing the other partner? Without informing the other partner, which goes to transparency. Certainly what I'm talking about in mm-hmm. our non-monogamy class is transparency and how do we do it communication how do we do the transparency part Mm -hmm. so 
it's understanding that piece and going, okay. Um, and, and, and again, for him, so it's, it's also tied up for a lot of guys in that taboo, right? If she doesn't know, that's kind of even more exciting because sure. I'm taking a risk. Mm-hmm. Even though that's not a particularly mature response. And it's gonna, and ultimately you're gonna lose the girl. And you are playing with fire. He is, and and he's been burned. He's been caught, and he may lose this very cool woman that allows him to be open. Yeah. Because he hasn't been able to be transparent, and he doesn't even really like the ex, and he's not that attracted to her anymore. But it doesn't matter. She, it's easy. It was easy, and it's alluring, and he wanted, and it's taboo, and he wants to go there. It's his little. I was almost say dirty little secret. We're like. Yeah. It's, everyone has a thing, you know. Sometimes everyone you, has a thing. Sometimes you sneak off to McDonald's to have a burger, or sometimes you 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 have you have a, you have a pack of gin in your in your in your glove box. So at the, the end f- of it all work, you're doing this the yeah. nip from Sounds the flask. Like we're talking about addictions. It's addictions. You got yeah. it. Actually, that's very fair. Anything <laughs> that hits the pleasure centers of the brain, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so sex is certainly one of that. And he says he's good for a while. And it, what was interesting in the discussion was it was, it's the night and day, and I hear it with a lot of guys that they will. You know that it, that before they come, like they're horny. They're like, I want sex, right. and I'll make dumb decisions, and I will do bad things. And the second they come, they're like, Oh, oh, I can get back to work. I can. I like, yeah. what the hell? You're a dumbass. Why did you go there? Why did you pay for the hooker? Why did you? Why did yeah. you? Why did you? So, yeah. That's why um, that famous series right now that's on Netflix and everywhere else, but it's uh, Black Mirror, where they always do like a little. The joke is the reason they call it Black Mirror is because like after you've done watching your porn, you turn your TV off. It's a it's a mirror staring at you. Huh. And it's like oh sh- oh shit, what did I just what did I just orgasm to? What what awful thing did I go down the rabbit hole in where you're like oh I should not have been here at all. Right. You know, and I I think maybe that's easy. Like I said it's that's easier when it's like electronically. Analogy. Yeah. But when it comes to like pers like person to person. Uh, conflicts. That's when it becomes a little bit more complicated, and it becomes dist- even more destructive. Yeah, and it, and you're going to do the same thing again. And why? How do you stop? And you know, so I have a lot of clients. How do you stop doing that? I'm like, it's the same way you make healthy food choices. It's the same way. It's not easy, you know. And everybody's got a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is it? Do you have to call a friend? Do you have to turn on music? Do you have to? jerk off do you have to come up with new ways to keep sex hot mm-hmm. you know and i spend a lot of my days talking to the women partners going all right how do you keep it hot and they're like well it pisses me off that it's my responsibility to keep it hot that i got to get the sexy lingerie and that i got to order the new toys and i'm like yep he's got a responsibility to take you out and blindfold you and give you a massage or get the hotel room or flowers on the bed or whatever yeah, it can't be just purely one way it can't be purely one way mm. On the other <coughs> hand, it can't be he's going to throw me down in the bed and take me every time because that gets exhausting. Yeah. Poor bed. And even that can get repetitive. Yeah. If it happens every time, it's not interesting anymore. Mm-hmm. So the the gamut of what is interesting yeah. is, you know, so again, I have I have this list. You can go on the website, you know, sex, sex with Sue. Send me an email, Sue at Sex with Sue. And, but there's a list of, I had a list of 50 erotic things to do. Just download the list. Like erotic ideas. It was everything from, now because I tend to know what's going on locally, I can actually give you links. 
So if you're in eastern Ontario, it's like, okay, so yeah. here's the name of five nude beaches. No, it's not. It's, it's December. It's not. Not nude. a good time it's to not, go. Not a good time to go to nude beaches. It's not. Well, there isn't there a polar bear dip or something yeah, like that? It doesn't that. matter. Don't do it. Don't do it. This is because it's supposed to be sexy. You know, what are the new, you know, and there's. No one's sexy when they're freezing. I know a new sex club that opened last week. It's not going to be on anybody's radar. But what's new in your area? Right. right? I, I remember talking to the guys from Denver who we went to Temptations with, Menage Life, and they were, you know, what they do, they do as many events outside of Denver as they do in Denver, and that it's a population of three million, and they, here's where all the clubs are, here's what, like, they have a yeah. completely definitive list mm. of what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, would you say that they're, the, like, the biggest group in that area? I think probably I don't know for sure, but he's been doing it for 19 years, so I'm assuming he's got and he's a good guy. So mm. I'm assuming he's got some ideas. But in, again, if you're from the Midwest and you're listening to this, go check it out. If you happen to be traveling a lot and you know you've gone through Denver, check out their group. If you're coming to Ottawa, check out our group. Um, and it's understanding, but it's not just that. It's the list of, okay, where do you get, you know, what are the t- five things you want to get at the grocery store? Five things you want to get at the hardware store that you could be in your sex kit. Mm-hmm. What what can you do with a pillowcase? Mm-hmm. What you do with a pillowcase is you put your arms there and you lie back. Try and get out. You can easily get out if you roll yourself over. But if you put your arms in a pillowcase and lie on your arms... You cannot... Move. I'm telling you, you can't move your arms. Okay, are you People saying are an empty pillowcase or a pillowcase with a pillow? Empty, empty pillowcase, put your arms in, and then lie back. I'm telling you, you cannot lift it up out of it. You can roll over and get yourself out of it. So it's not... It's not you're not You're tied. not like Chinese finger traps. You're not Chinese <laughs> finger trap tied, yeah. but, or you're not tied to the bedpost, which is also fun. But it's a quick way. Mm. It's a two-second thing, pull the thing off, get in, and you're immobilized. Yeah. You're not going to be moving your hands. And that's kind of fun. Like, how do you do... What do you do that's quick and dirty and fun and creative and... Yeah. You know, when you're trying to be creative when you've all worked, a, you know, a hard work week and you're done and you've got 17,000 other things to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Would you say that maybe there's a consistency, like, in terms of, like, for couples to spice it up, like, the idea of a date night or... I'm a huge proponent of date nights. I really am. You know, especially when you have kids and stuff. Uh, You need to to have childcare. You need to go out. You need to do this. Otherwise, relationships don't make it. It's 50% divorce rate. Relationships don't make it. If you don't give it a lot of energy, you got to do the work Mm -hmm. every day. You got to be appreciative of your partner and you got to do the work. But there's more than this. If we're trying to keep it hot... You know, and I, I know a lot of single, like, I got a lot, I got blasted, and fairly so, um, when I did that poll about non-monogamy, and I've had the 80 people respond, I didn't ask enough questions about single non-monogamy, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of what, who, you know, if you're single and not trying to negotiate your partner's stuff. Yeah. You know, Ryan's situation is always complicated, but, you know, he comes yeah. to events as a single guy. Yeah. You know, and, and if, you know, you're trying to negotiate what that looks like for you, but there's a variety of different pieces. And I wasn't as, you know, I wasn't as inclusive as I should have been in the survey about single people who are non-monogamous and how do you find your way to to be to keep it spicy enough if you're single it's easy if you're doing it new like new's easy like if you know if you have new partners all the yeah. time novelty takes novelty care it takes care of that if but if you're with the same person for a while it takes real work to mm-hmm. get that back to where you need it to be mm-hmm. yeah 
So, so as for your situation, yes, run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Park it. Wish them well. Wish the old girlfriend well. You know, metaphorically kiss her on top of her head. Yeah. Tell her to have an. But you know what? You need to. Uh, you know, there's this. You need to keep things simple. Yeah. Because women are crazy enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting that they're both those women are crazy. I'm saying all women are crazy. Yeah. Like we're all crazy. So sometimes when we're hormonal, we're really crazy, and there are other times when we're jealous and we're off the scale. We're going to kill you. Yeah. The hell hath no fury, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the concept of it's actually funny. So there's a there's a show that me and my wife are watching, which is a fantastic show. I can't recommend it enough. It's called Why Women Kill, <laughs> but it's a it's a it's a it's a comedy drama show huh. where it takes place in the same house but in different eras. So one in the '60s, one in the '80s, and one in 2019. Mm-hmm. And the 2019 version is a throuple. It's, right. a, it's it's a guy and a girl who are married, and then they have an open marriage. The girl's friend, the wife's girlfriend, has a situation where she can't live where she's been living, so they move in and they try to be a throuple. And uh, went a little too close to home, Adam. Well, it ends with two out of three people stabbed. Okay, so not not that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like you can see the dynamics there, and I, and I appreciate the fact that like a it's in public perception mm-hmm. but it's a fantastic show lucy Liu is the 80s oh wife. i love lucy Liu. yeah she's she's, she's she, great i can't remember the, the gentleman but she's got a british guy as the boyfriend and does she stab him uh no so her storyline is that uh she's like i think her third marriage she's a very fashionista thing and it turns mm-hmm. out her husband's gay ah uh, she's trying to deal with that oh she's her her in sherlock was like the, the clothes i most wanted yeah. to have she her mm-hmm. wardrobe is something the, else. In the 1960s is uh jennifer goodwin who uh if you've watched um uh, Happy Ever After. She played Snow White. She's oh, yeah. very okay. short, you know, very cute, and she's like a 1960s housewife who finds out that her husband is having an affair with like a waitress. Right. So, and then she's like, well, and then they they recently lost a child like two years earlier, and there was a whole thing. But fantastic, okay. fantastic show. All right. But and then the the new season, and then second season is a completely different storyline. I need I need to get better watch better. T- I watch yeah. a lot of football yeah. and I just watch rewatched Harry Potter. God, I'm so I'm Jesus. You're really I'm embracing so, the Britishness I of this re- all, aren't you? No, I wasn't. No, no, football is no, it was American football I watched. You oh, know? Yeah? yeah, yeah, go Bucks. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a big I grew up with a family of Bucks fans. Well, no, I have a house in Florida, a condo in Florida, so you support the Buccaneers cuz and they're pirates. Come on, it's cool. But no, I'm not a tomber. Anyway, we could get started you on this. Also the Panthers, but, right, in Florida? Yeah, and then the the fish, the Miami Dolphins. But anyway, I, I know a lot oh, about yeah. football. Every time I go to a Super Bowl party, I I know more about the, than all the other people. I'm in three different pools when I'm kicking Sean's ass, just so you know, I have a separate with another duck. And I have four hundred dollars worth of lingerie. If I and I'm beating him hands down, so that's a whole other thing. I actually wait. Hold watch on. Does, does Sean win the lingerie if he wins? No, he. Well, no. If if I win, he gets to buy it for me, and I get to. And he wants to see it modeled. Yeah. And number two, but no. If if he wins, it's a it's a football jersey and dinner. It's worth about four hundred dollars equal either way. Oh, okay. So, but last time I went and we had dinner, I told everybody, like in like at the restaurant, the, everyone went to tables. He just lost a football bat. That's why he's buying me dinner. Like I I I'm I'm actually sure rub it in a little bit. I totally do. Um, yeah. But I I watch a lot of football because mm. it's so right now we're in the we're week twelve of the football mm. season so. Yeah. yeah, and which I guess last year with COVID and it being condensed. I, I, I just I, anyway, it doesn't matter about my football, you know, passion. I grew up in a family. My brother, my son, mm-hmm. my father, like everybody's football fans. Yeah, I know a lot about football. So, um, and I'll, I'll and I think it's so for me. I'll, I'm reading because I read a lot of. I'm just reading 
Um, what's the name of the new book that I'm reading? God, my brain is on. I've just got a new one um, that I'm reading, and I'm going to attach. Oh, if you join my newsletter, Sue at Sex with Sue, What Love Is. It's a philosophy one about non-monogamy and uh, Carrie Jenkins. Anyway, she talks about, she's a philosopher, and she talks about what that looks like. And she's in it. She's from Vancouver. She's in a non-monogamous relationship and talks about what that is, right? And talks about, you know, communication with that. And so I'll, I'll be watching the football game and reading it about it. And it says, you know, how do you, you know, so you, you get to choose if you're, if you're introducing her start, she starts with, so how do you know each other? And unwittingly force me to choose between giving a deceptive answer and providing what I know will be too much information. If I tell the truth, he's my boyfriend to people who know me and my husband's, it's inevitably going to cause embarrassment. The kind of embarrassment that comes with suddenly being made to acknowledge the existence of something awkward, something abnormal, something that makes people feel icky. Mm -hmm. Deceptive answers, oh, he used to work in the office upstairs for mine, are easy and comfortable. And as it turns out, alarmingly easy to be dishonest while saying true things. He really did work in the office upstairs for mine, but that wasn't how we met. In fact, we never met in person until we noticed each other on the OkCupid dating website. Ah. So it takes. So she's doing the philosophy of what is love, and is it monogamous love? And if it. And so, I, I read all this stuff. I have it all attached. I'm reading articles, and I'm and I'm trying to decipher ways to help people communicate about what this is. Yeah. Some days are easier than others. Some days it processes better than others. Mm-hmm. But it's looking at all of those pieces. So that's me sort of spouting on. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to shut up now. But Sex with Sue at Adam, sexwithsue.com. We love you all. Come join us. And Ryan's an awesome thing. All right, take yeah. care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Remember to send your questions to sue at sexwithsue.com. And we'll see you on the next show.